Greetings. Welcome to Cosmic Cooking. Cosmic Cooking, the final evolution. More than two, less than four. You, me. Less than Stellarium. We. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. We, a.k.a. Stellarium, <laughs> right? And this is what we're cooking with. You're right. Cooking with like real-time story yeah. as below on the earth. And then we're trying to check it with what's happening as above. Yep, yep. You know, there's two weeks in between new moon and full moon. We are currently in the new moon phase. Do you have yeah. any like themes that have come up? Like three themes, if you had to say like, look, the past two weeks were one, two, and three. And it can be something like Mexican, for example, because maybe five of those, you know, 14 days you ate Mexican food, you know, like that could be a theme. It cool, could also cool. be like joy, you know, like it could be an emotion. Yeah. It could be a color, like you couldn't stop seeing yellow. Uh-huh. I'm just curious what comes up for you as I ask, like what were the three themes that came up? It's me, moon, bitch. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. Base cord, space cord. Base cord, space cord. Space cord. On this new moon, in February 2021, we invite you to join us on this voyage of discovery. As two bitches try to connect life here on planet Earth, with life in the cosmos. What comes up for you as I ask? Like, what were the three themes that came up? Okay, off the cuff, we got body aches. Ooh. Yeah, I don't think my body has hurt this bad in a long time. Dude, like to the touch, like having to like massage my hands and my arms and my feet and my back and everything, like everything was so painful. Everything was so tight. I would squeeze my arms and it would be painful. I don't even bruise really bad, but I have this nasty fucking, Jesus Christ, cat. Oh my God, my cat is insane. We would like to introduce you to a bitch that wants you to guess the placements of her sun, moon, and rising, based on the way she conducts a conversation. Julie. I got this nasty bruise on my leg, and I don't know where it came from. Which leg? And, uh, the right one. I actually have two of them, but I know where one of them came from. I just don't know where the other one came from. Mystery and I really, Yeah, and I don't really bruise bad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, my body aches, and totally fallen off my routine headaches rough headaches um yeah. i've been going through it a little you've been bit a bringer, it sounds like yeah so when you say I've body been... aches is this something that you've had before ever not that i can't remember and are and we I'm talking thinking... like pulsing like the entire body is do you have the covid bitch no 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 <laughs> okay i no, mean you might i don't know i don't even know what symptoms <laughs> are for covid anymore it's evolved so I know. Much. apparently like breathing and skipping a breath is like oh you got it so like okay i don't really don't think i do i've been getting my temperature checked every day because mm. i have to do that for school i've been getting mm. it checked when i go to physical therapy gotcha um, 
what I think the issue is, is that I've been drinking a lot of coffee and not a lot of water. And I'm used to drinking like a gallon of water a day. My water bottle disappeared. It's oh, not in my house. just dehydrated. They're dehydrated. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But I've been dehydrated before, bro. And I, my body has never hurt like this from being dehydrated. I thought that's what it was anyway. You know, when I was like telling my physical therapist, I was like, you know, my body hurts. And he's like, are you feeling any shortness of breath? And I was like, relax. <laughs> I'm dehydrated. <laughs> like, you know? Oh, it's sounds like the flu. And I was like, it's not the flu. It's fine. I don't feel like anything else. I I'm run down for sure because of school. I'm always run down because of school and I always take on way too much. You know, it's just, it's just that kind of thing. And I've just been really dehydrated. I've been taking care of Jabari because he's got his wisdom teeth removed. Mm. So I've just been focusing on like my school stuff and taking care of him and have not been focusing on my routine. So I haven't gone to the gym in like two weeks. Okay. So I've just been, I've been putting myself through it, honestly. It's like not mm. something happening to me. It's something that I'm doing to myself because I lost my water bottle and now I'm being a, like a fucking brat about drinking water. Uh, so I have like this hydro flask and I'm just like, uh, I can't remember to fill it. And like, I don't fill it up. Like, I've never met someone with a larger water bottle. The first day that I met you, yeah. were you carrying around a gallon? Yeah, that was a gallon. <laughs> I feel like you had this like multiple straps to like carry it, you know, like. Yeah, it was a two-hand for sure. I would like tie it to my waist, a little dangle between my legs while two people carried me. Oh my god! So I could take it places. That's yeah, heavy. That's bitch. like the, yeah, man. It's been it's been at least a week and a half of like just like pain, just like crazy body pain. Like I don't get migraines, so I wouldn't mm. call these migraines. But I was mm. definitely sensitive to light and noise. But it was not like I have to be in a dark room with no sound or anything. So it wasn't a migraine. It was just like extreme sensitivity, you know, I guess compared to what I'm used to. I mean, and I've just like not been home. I missed a couple homework assignments and like my stuff at school, like all my glass stuff. We had terrible glass for like the last like week and a half. And now we have a project due on Thursday. But when I asked my instructor if it was due this Thursday, he's like, no, it's due next Thursday. And then today he's like, oh, it's due on Thursday. You better be ready. And I was like, what the fuck? When are you done with school? This is your final? Like graduating? Yeah. You have two more years? Five more years? So, are you a so lawyer? Are you a blo- glass blowing lawyer? Pretty much. Glass blowing doctor lawyer. <laughs> PhD <laughs> glass blowing? Is this what's happening? <laughs> yeah. MD glass blowing medical <laughs> glass blowing doctor. Your stethoscope <laughs> is made out of glass. Everything that you use I made it is myself. made out of glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually like when I'm making like prosthetics, they're all glass. And everything breaks and everyone's upset with me, but it's amazing. So you can't be that mad, you know? Right. Getting an MRI, you're going into a glass tube that you blew. It's good. Yeah. I'm into it. Dr. Julie, I just applied for the next level of the program. Um, so it'll hold me out another year. But if you know what's become mandatory, I made it to where I can graduate after this semester. Okay. So. It sounds like there have is, it there's set things up. that are yeah there's things that are still in motion but there is a yeah. finish line that there is there is a finish line yes okay. so my themes i guess would be pain <laughs> okay Okay. Just wrap all that in there. Pain, yeah. a little bit of disappointment because of like some school stuff, some glass stuff and three themes, three themes, three themes. Let's say evolution. I mean, I'm into it. I don't know what it means. I've just right. been seeing, oh, you know, weakness. And it's not that I feel like I'm weak. It's like I'm seeing a lot of areas in my life where I've been expressing weakness 
And also at the same time, toying with that word weakness and trying to figure out what that means to me and what that actually is. Mm -hmm. And if my weaknesses are actually strengths or if my strengths are actually weaknesses or what, what the fuck a weakness actually is and does. Yeah. Maybe that should be the word instead of uh, evolutionary existential Mm -hmm. throwing it out there. So pain, disappointment, existentialism, or yeah, I like existentialism better than fits. Okay. Wow. You know, two weeks is a short amount of time, but it's also a really long amount of time. We would like to introduce you to a bitch that uses bitch as an acronym for beautiful, intelligent, talented, charming, and honorable. Rachel. It's very interesting tracking Mm -hmm. this. I mean, I did shit for journaling. Definitely Mm -hmm. last Thursday, I was like, fuck, I'm a weekend. Like, let me jot down. And I did. I I journaled my week and I I could call it out, you know, like the highlights and shit. And then pretty much stopped on Friday. It's not logged more or less. But if I'm to look at themes, productivity is a big one. Mm -hmm. Like accomplishment, productivity, connection is another Uh one. And celebration. I'm going to go with these three. January 31st is like my favorite day of the year, all the years. And it's just a day to celebrate. And that kind of really set the tone for like February, like out the gate, February was like hot. And yeah, and I think that's where the productivity came from. That coupled with my housemates and I, we're consciously uncoupling. We're in agreement. Yeah, tell me about that. We're in agreement that this is not not working because obviously working can mean many things, just as you were saying, like with weakness, strengths, you know, like mm-hmm. let's define this shit. What is work? You know, like we've obviously been working for six months. So what has changed? Something. I love it, this. It's so fucking tricky though, bitch. Like this morning mm-hmm. I wake up 630. I put the toaster back where I want the toaster to go. I put the water heater to go back where the water heater goes. I clean up their stove mess. The dishes are done, so that's positive. I sweep up Will's hairs. I sweep up the crumbs from their cooking the night before. And I'm starting to get like OCD. And I'm like, okay, I really want to own these sensations of frustration and anger and control that are clearly like being brought up by Will and Rain. Like I don't want to put Mm -hmm. all the blame on them, but I definitely... Mm want to try and work through this. I don't want to just run or kick out this, you know, catalyst for like the work that I'm doing. But at the same time, I'm also like, okay, six Mm -hmm. months, I fucking tried. I tried a lot of fucking things. I'm just done. New lesson, new teacher, new curriculum, something. We can still go over anger and frustration and control, but like, I think I need a new classroom. Well, what's changed is that we don't want to live together anymore. And that's really great that we can like say that and like, want to support each other in that. And since then, the ball's been been moving. I've been putting out calls of like, I need the prayers, power of the prayers, get these bitches out. I don't want to have to kick them out. Like, let's, let's have life do its magic. I'm so happy for you, though. That, God, dude, that is so much better than them being like, we don't want to leave, <laughs> you know? I'm glad yeah. that they're like... No, okay, I, I, I exactly. Like, I was... The, the conscious uncoupling is great. We did exercises this morning where we talked about the emotions that we want to be free from, freedom from like mm-hmm. these underlying emotions that were housed in our community over the past six months. And like every day I've been saying like up to the new moon, like let's uncouple hard. Like let's, let's get the shit out. Like let's clear the slates, you know, like I want it to be healthy. I mm-hmm. want it to be supportive. I want it to be 
in the joy space, but I also want it like soon. I'm definitely like a cold turkey kind of like person, which maybe this is also part Mm -hmm. of my lesson, but I fucking don't know how to do it. Like when I'm done, I'm done. Like I don't want to be dragging Mm -hmm. kind of shit out. Like if it's over, it's over. Why would we want to waste each other's time? Why would we want to be in more discomfort? Or that to me is, is not worth it anymore. It's not worth it. So there was a lot of productivity, a lot of connections, like met a bitch that has her Merkaba tattoo on my same forearm that I have it on. And she lives like a mile and a half from my house right now. And she's building a community, some kind of healing house for healers. Like she knows what she doesn't want this place to be. She doesn't want this community to be a place for like numbing out. She doesn't want it to be an ayahuasca retreat. She doesn't want it to be, and she's like listed out all these things. But like what keeps Mm -hmm. kind of coming to her property are like substance addicts, whether it's marijuana or DMT Mm -hmm. or alcohol, like they are drawn to this place. And I have the Mm -hmm. sense that it's either part of her past or part of her present. But either way, she wants Mm -hmm. to kind of like help transform and transmute it, which I'm like, sweet. I love being parts of the beginnings. Like that's my bread and butter of any farm, community, project. Like I want to be there in the beginning. And I mm-hmm. like to see it through to its like finishing point. But the beginnings are the best. I'm also now wondering like, is this what I want to do? Then there was also some other communities that I went down to this past two weeks. A lot of connection. And with the productivity, like a lot of clearing and clarity came through. But I am still looking for more for sure. And celebration, you know, like even with Will and Rain, trying to be in celebration, like you bitches brought out the worst in me and like you got to witness the worst of me. And I kept telling them like, you guys had it so fucking good. They're just Mm -hmm. absorbed in each other, which is sweet, you know, love. Who doesn't love love? Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, six months, honeymoon's over. Sounds like you're like really absolving yourself. You're washing your hands of that whole situation. The hot geothermal waters down by the ocean. I've been going to them like three times a week. Ugh. I got a speeding ticket. I haven't got a speeding ticket in 12 years. There's, there's a lot that happened this past two weeks. <laughs> you got a speeding ticket? A speeding ticket. On Big Island? On Big Island. I know. It was like geothermal water something, not springs. But anyways, we soak for like three hours. And then mm-hmm. we decide to drive these really magical roads. And so we drive all these roads and then it's like, okay, we're tired. Let's go to sleep. Like I'm going fast because I just mm-hmm. want to go home. And I'm on Big Island. Who gets a speeding ticket on Big Island? This bitch does. Right. <laughs> this oh bitch my God. does. I, maybe so we put sorry. that under like um, connections. I don't know. Celebration maybe? Celebration. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> than connections I think you're right you're right I'm curious as we get into what was happening in the above what was happening in the skies so like Stellarium says x y and z right we have our three words that are associated with x y and z we have our Stellarium birth charts and we're just collecting Mm -hmm. data and we're fucking sharing it we're still um eager and very interested to have people call the space line 707-780-2266 and share in this endeavor. <laughs> you know, of mm-hmm. discovery. Maybe you also have one of these words that kind of played out the past two weeks. Maybe you have some insight into the real night sky and like what's happening there. You know, like we are starting a new experiment. 
So I feel like, you know, three themes, what's happening in the sky, do we make connections? According to Stellarium, look at the sky. So this, uh, the last full moon on January 28th was in actually in the constellation of Cancer. Mm-hmm. Right? And everybody was saying it was Leo, whatever. We're right, past that, right. I guess. Yes. Um, as of February 4th, five days ago, mm-hmm. uh, the moon was in Libra. And the new moon is going to be in Capricorn. And the sun is going to be in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. And Mercury and Venus and Jupiter and Saturn are all going to be in Capricorn. It's a fucking lot of Capricorn. And the only other things we got are Mars and Aries. <laughs> wow. Mars is in Aries. Mm. And Uranus is in Aries. And then, of course, we have Neptune and Pluto, which have been and will be until the end of time, probably just kidding uh in aquarius and sagittarius so i don't know capricorn energy is hard to even say what it is now that we're not going off of western it's kind of cool because it feels like we have very fresh lenses you know we're kind of like yeah you know very fresh lenses on what this stuff could mean but at the same time it's like wow we don't really have much to go off of at all do we i think we can go off of like okay planets that I think that might actually be relatively constant throughout the different languages of astrology. I'm not sure. That's something I can look into. Because if that's true, then that's our other constant. You know what I mean? Then we can look to, you know, something. There's, you know, I like this idea or I like what we're doing with regards to like going to the mythology around the constellation or the planet. You know, like this to me. Mm-hmm is how we can draw those connections. (laughs) We just like do exactly what Western astrology does. Like that will be hilarious if that's what ends up happening from our experiments. So. Dude, that's so funny. So we do what Western astrology does, but we do it in real time. And that's where it's different. (laughs) That's why we're better. I like the fucking ring to that though. Something about real time definitely, you know, is a game changer for sure. The idea of myth right? Mythology and mm-hmm. maybe evolving mythology. Like you got to get the full story. I, I mean, I like the idea of having homework about the planets and like seeing what other cultures view the planet as, you know, is Jupiter so expensive? Mm-hmm massive is it the great abundant teacher in vedic astrology in tibetan astrology and judaic astrology you know that can be my homework for sure cool i love that can you hear this wind yeah what the fuck is that that's wind (laughs) damn it's windy there bitch yeah new moon capricorn yeah in the real night everything's capricorn um do you have any intuition about like the upcoming two weeks i like the idea of playing this game too so we do we did our like what happened the past two weeks what's happening in the sky now and has happened over the past two weeks slash just like a random intuition forecasting next two weeks when we have our full moon call what you want to be saying Mm -hmm. you know well i did i kind of cheated and i stellariumed up until march 3rd or march 5th it's all good. Use it then. Like, let's let's use real time. Like, what are we gonna? What are we working with? What kind of shifts are okay, we? Okay, so here's what I'm thinking for the upcoming new moon, right? The mm-hmm. uh, February 11th. With mm-hmm. all this Capricorn, I'm just feeling this like pedal to the metal workhorse kind of energy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't I don't know how to explain this. Not like 
uh, oh shit, I'm stressed. I got to get this shit done. But like, like this is what the fuck I have to do. And this is all I'm going to do. This is, this is it. It might be like kind of hard, kind of like exhausting. I don't know. No idea. Mm. These are my predictions and I don't shit. So there's that. But March 5th, the moon is in my bitch Ophiuchus. So, <laughs> so what you think's going to happen? I don't know. Uprise of women. I'm not really mm. sure. One thing I am worried about, Rachel, with how we're trying to go about this mm-hmm. is I am a little nervous about trying to link our life events with what the planet archetypes are, because I feel like if we do that, we kind of run the risk of just like pairing things that sound good together and not actually making real connections, which is kind of what I feel like Western astrology does. Right. I'm afraid of lumping those things together. How do we be completely honest instead of well, trying to link things? I hear you. And I think what comes up for me with regards to that is we have to have data. We don't have to Mm -hmm. be subjective in our interpretation of it. We can just collect Mm -hmm. our data. And that's, we're in phase one of that. So I'm totally down to not make connections, to continue to gather data. Mm -hmm. For example, with you just kind of listing out things and us just making note of stuff. I mean, I will say because we haven't fully unlearned all that we know with regards to Western Mm -hmm. astrology, and specifically I'm thinking of like my moon calls, because when you describe what you foresee the new moon to be, that's exactly how my past Mm -hmm. two weeks have been. Like my past two weeks have been very Capricorn energy. Mm-hmm. Or what I would identify as that. And I have a tendency mm-hmm. of like almost like it's like before the storm comes. I have the experience before it actually happens, kind of thing. Like, and this has happened to mm-hmm. me in Moon's past. For example, with Say and Casey, they'd be like, Oh, this house is going to be illuminated for you. So it's like, you're going to have this. And I'd be like, Oh, yeah, no, I already had that. Like, it's kind of the hindsight connection. You know what I mean? Like Mm. you're saying what's to come is going to be Capricorn energy. And it's like, yeah, no, that was my past two weeks. Like I'd be really curious if the next two weeks for me are actually very like communal and like collaborative and like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. If you can, or, you know, whatever the next thing would be like, if that's how it plays out, because there's some element of like my timeline, almost like premature of sorts, you know? Like premonition style or some like intuitive, like, oh yeah, oh, that's already happened for me. You know, the collective might get that. Like Like, I just got it just a hair earlier, specifically when Mm -hmm. it comes to moon shit. I think the other things, maybe not so much, but like the moon, that bitch and I, we've got some connection for sure. You know, like what is our relationship to the sky? This is what we're trying to like figure out. (laughs) Kind of a big undertaking. Do you know? Huh? Do you think, you know, as far as collecting data goes, maybe we could do like a once a week, like check in and journal with each other or like hold each other accountable, however we want to do that. I don't know. But okay, okay. you remember? I think we're just, you well, know, maybe- again, I think we're collecting the datas and like trying to figure out how to like get some real time astrology something. We're going to make it a lot easier, folks. Welcome to our astrology class. <laughs> Start taking notes. Hit the uh, space line. Let us know how you do. Seven oh seven. I'm so overwhelmed with all of this. I feel like every week I'm just like, oh god. <laughs> or every every time we talk on the phone, it's like I get more and more. Oh shit. <laughs> you know? I think we're, but I think I feel I feel good about the new path. I feel good about like where things are in the real night sky, like you have a super nice chart, 
that's being like drawn up like okay so there's heightened awareness around like what's happening in the real sky Mm -hmm. we're tracking to whatever degree like there is awareness around like oh what's happening now like there's elements of presence that i think are being forced as a result of like wanting to track like what's what's alive in us you know during these days during these weeks we may not be doing it well but you know like heightened awareness i think is a good first fucking step you know i think next step is like active awareness you know like there's just the element of like knowing and then there's the like okay let's put our awareness into action and like things start to actualize and materialize in such a way that allows us to go to the next step you know do you think that the archetypes line up pretty well with the signs with the constellations where do you get your mythology from are you just on the interwebs this is no this is from my stars and planets book that i also got in wow yeah this is this is astronomy okay yeah, I think we keep going with the astronomy tales, and I think we get more creative with the stories, you know? Like, I think we can evolve them to a degree, somehow. What the fuck is Capricorn? Can we read the Capricorn constellation, because that's where the new moon's going to be? Yes. One second, let me find it. Capricorn is depicted as the goat with the fish's tail. Amphibious creatures feature prominently in ancient legends and the and the origin of Capricorn is certainly dates back to ancient times. In Greek legend, the constellation represented the goat-headed god Pan who jumps into the river to escape the approach of the monster Typhon, turning his lower half into a fish. Before about 130 BC, the sun lay in Capricornus when it reached its farthest point south of the equator each year. At this point, known as the northern winter solstice, currently occurs on December 21st to 22nd which varies year to year. Capricorn or Pan is uh, just a different manifestation of the devil. Okay, so how do we get creative with the devil? Tarot. Okay. Tarot, tarot, as we understand, is pretty Western too, right? Probably. Isn't it actually like Judaic or uh, uh, what's the word? Kabbalic? Kabbalistic? Mm. Yeah, sounds about right. No idea though. Why don't we just pick a card, new moon, devil? Like, how can we evolve it? I'd be curious what the old DNA deck has to say. Let me grab my cards. Uh, I don't know if you've got any, like, sage or incense that you can light up just to, like, really set the scene. Get the presence, as I like to call it. The essence of the presence. Really ground moment. We're, We're really wanting to evolve the Capricorn archetype. How can we write another story? How can we tell a different story? How can we connect differently? So let me just see. Let me just see. Well, you know. Three cards of clarity. Three cards of clarity for Capricornal energy. Three cards of clarity for Capricornal energy. Capricornal archetypal energy. Mm -hmm. Temperance, death, and... What is this, an Ace of Swords? What is temperance? The card urges us to become active as an artist and a master of the art of life in designing our own lives. Traditionally, temperance is considered considered to be a fire card. Purification through fire sloughs off, off all dross, allowing true will to be born, to be reborn. This can only be recovered by giving up the position of commentator and spectator and becoming an active participant in life. Action, eh? That, and then I think that is Capricorn. Fuck the goat and let's just go with temperance. 
I think this is our Capricorn archetype. This is our new moon. Well, I picked three. I picked death, and I picked the Ace of Swords. Okay, well, I'm getting strong messaging that temperance is it. And then is Capricorn an air sign? It's earth. Uh, Maybe it's not anymore under the new paradigm. Maybe it is fire. It's air. Well, not it's air, but this next card is air. The realm of the mind is in the air. The swallow and the angel remind us of the heights and depths in the world of the mind and the spirits. A single sword already expresses the ambiguity of the human mind. And on the one hand, it is a crowning achievement of creation. On the other, it represents the the greatest possible alienation and distance from nature and all its glory. To develop the former and avoid the latter, it is up to us to learn to fly. The fruitfulness of the mind is measured by the refinement and fulfillment of practical needs. The Ace of Swords stands for the opportunity to gain a better understanding of your unexpressed desires and fears. Capricorn has previously a reputation of being very heady, right? Like they don't have time for emotions. Capricorns are under that stereotype and stigma. I think that those three are pretty solid. Three gives me way more clarity than one does, personally. And we are doing more than two less than four. So there you have it, folks. The Capricorn archetype under cosmic cooking is temperance, death, and the ace of swords, which is that associated with any particular word? No. Well, hold on. Let me check my Voyager because in that one it is. Mm. Ace, 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 ace. Ace of crystals, brilliance. The formulation of pure consciousness into into an idea is symbolized by the ace. The citrine sunburst represents the awakening of your mind, a flash of insight. Aha, now I see. You are cutting through the darkness and clouds, symbolizing unawareness and confusion. The diamond brilliance of your ideas (laughs) emanates a light that is inspiring, clarifying, simulating, and revolutionary to others. Your natural brilliance has shown through, believe in your unique genius and produce from it. I feel like these are all very, they fit very well together. And I think they fit with the Capricorn, what I think to be the Capricorn archetype. I support that. I agree. Well, I'm glad we found out about the Capricorn archetype and how we're going to move forward with it. I'm excited to do this for every moon now. Me too. And have some ritual thrown into the mix with regards to what we're creating. I am interested to see what unfolds in the next two weeks. And Mm. more data is being collected. More things are being figured out. We are on our way. Space Court. Space Court. Inspired by our natal chart and sinistry readings of Britney Spears, Space Court will now utilize Britney's Gimme More in our moon introductions. All credit and thanks goes to Britney Spears and her constituents.